Let's Make with it. the funny. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments about the lack of diversity in the Oscars in which nobody under five feet tall was nominated are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Danny DeVito? Her mother was a giant whore. Oh. <laughs> Not getting a lot of traction. That story, I noticed. Damn Half of us go. didn't know it, it happened. Yeah, explain for the people. Well, I just came across it on the YouTubes there, Karen. Oh, yeah? Where Are you a YouTuber? I'm a YouTuber. Where uh, Danny DeVito just decided to call the entire country a bunch of racists. As his explanation as to why there's no black people in the Oscar nominations. Wow. Yeah. Now, the, nothing that has been done since Obama's been president would really undermine that opinion. <laughs> Except for that he was Oscars elected twice. <laughs> we get together as a nation... Only once every four years. That's the only time as a nation we do something. And the last time we did that, the two last times, we voted in the black But, guy. but... That so how can the whole nation be racist, Danny? Oh, well... As a group, as an entire group. You have to admit, though, with the rise of Twitter and Obama, I admit it is a golden there age is racism, racism in the world. Yes, <laughs> I admit that happens. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the nation did get together to watch the Pamela Lee video. I re- I saw that. <laughs> you remember that? So things balance that. out, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's a. We're into a lot of stuff, is what we're saying. <laughs> we're also not into a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so are the what, what do you yeah. make of the Oscars? And is this, should this be a big deal? I, uh, I'm a white guy I, in his 40s. I'm not allowed to <laughs> tell you what I think. Um, but uh, is, is it because Will Smith went to all the trouble of doing an accent? Is that what this is about? Well, I, was, I think it is. It is interesting that one of the protest leaders is his wife. <laughs> TV's Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Gotham. And I don't whatever. think there's enough diversity in the Oscars. Not enough of my friends are getting nominated. There you have it. Yeah, you know, See what I'm saying? It, it's is, all it, famous people. It is one percenter. <laughs> it's a all one percenter. It's nominating. All the famous actors are working. Yeah, but, all the Brad Pitts of the world. Right. But really, it comes down to there's not there's. I don't think there's a, a lot of really standout African American performances this year. But that but that might be the real problem. My point is that I, I think I think the protest should be that not enough good roles were given to. Uh, well, that's because, a protest. Because there's a, not that many really kind of worth nominating in a way. I guess. Piece of No Nation. He's supposed to be great, and I haven't seen it. But Idris Elba, he is great in that. And yeah. to his credit, at least Spike Lee is always protesting that that you're mentioning all the time. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it only makes sense that he would roll that protest over into no one getting nominated for what he's already protesting that there's a complete lack of roles yeah. of substance for them, which is really the problem. We're, they're trying to treat the sim- symptom, right? The symptom is none of these actors were n- there were no black actors nominated, but the real source of that, uh, yeah. the reason is that is that they weren't given work to do worthy of nomination to begin with. That's because they keep telling biopics of white guys. No, you I can't th- cast Idris Elba as Steve Jobs. <laughs> I think <laughs> you can't do it. I, def- <laughs> well. I, I think it really comes down to when movies are released because Ride Along 2 was released too late. Yeah, good point. Good point, Karen. <laughs> but to that point, the Jesse Owens story is coming out this February, which means it's well, not even, even going to be a contender. Be an award that's a total Oscar movie. Not in February. Uh-oh. Welcome to the movie showcast, Yay! everybody. Part of the vast. We always like to start with something light. <laughs> Happy Olympics. That's what Yay! we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with rants, sketches, jokes, previews, characters, bits, banter, special guests, and more. You can expect that in the next hour or so as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart of Burbank Airport's flyover zone. If you're new to the power of the movie showcast, you can catch us on iTunes, themovieguys.net, SoundCloud, Vimeo, Stitcher, YouTube, sorta. Just search the movie showcast of the movie guys on uh, Yahoo, Google, or... 
Bing. And we come right up. Don't forget, we're also available on WBAD Radio at uh, WBAD.net. Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern. And brand new in 2016, we're also part of Jamestown, New York. Uh, and they're WRFA Radio 107.9. So we're crossing Woo, that gap into radio yeah. broadcasting. So we air there Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. And as always, Paul, please, I yes. was curious. That sounds like a lot of entertainment. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be very costly if I wanted to purchase it. I understand. Is that the case? No. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely free. What? I was going to swing by an that? ATM on the way home just because, but thanks for saving oh, me. Oh, the, the internet will make money. <laughs> we won't. We won't. <laughs> Excellent. We're here to provide a service. Uh, but you can help us out by subscribing where you can, iTunes and Vimeo, etc. And tell your friends, share and like post, etc. Yeah. At The Movie Guys on Twitter, Facebook.com, slash The Movie Guys, etc. Wherever you find us. My name is Paul Preston. I'm your host, here with Bart Caius. Don't be fatuous, Jeffrey. <laughs> Adam Witt. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. And Karen Volpe. Pretty soon there won't be any place in Brooklyn that I can hang my hat. Later in the show, we'll be joined by an actress who has appeared in shows such as Parks and Recreation, The Comedians, Kroll Show, The Newsroom, and films like The Other Guys and The Wedding Pact. She has a ton of experience as an improviser and comedian, so she'll fit right into this loony bin. Allison Becker. Hey! The Other Guys. I want to talk about that movie so much, Allison. (laughs) That's one of my favorite movies. The I am guys. in movie jail for that. Hang one. on, yeah. Tom Cruise oh, is in it. Are you ever? No, but uh, Allison Becker and Matt McCarthy are both there in that. There you go. That movie. takes up for it. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yes, but you know why oh, we're here. You believe in hereafter, <laughs> and you know what I'm hereafter. Every week we chime in here to give you the lowdown on what's new at the multiplex as we give you patented and signature movie previews of all the new releases. This week sees four major films out there for your perusal, including Fifty Shades of Black. Uh, Paul, shouldn't that read Fifty Shades of Black? Get it? But the get it is implied. Oh. I smell a weigh-ins. And marketing, uh, marking, sorry, the beginning. <laughs> Both. Marketing. And marking the beginning of Hollywood's Western season, and also its end, it's Jane's <laughs> Got a Gun. Or Jane Got a Gun. Uh, whatever. And also Kung Fu Panda 3. Ah, uh, yes, the number three comes with a side of egg rolls, doesn't it, Paul? Thank you, Bart. Somebody woke Bart up. More of that, New York. More of that. Hey, real quick, before we move on, do you know what my... (laughs) Play to to your audience, man. Do you know what my quote was from? Uh, No, nobody did. Movie Brooklyn? It was from The Godfather by Mr. A. Pagoda. Uh, So timely. I know. See how I did that? Right on top Mm, of that. Blew right by you guys. I had to bring it back. It's just business, Sal. Tell, wow. tell Mike I always liked him. <laughs> oh, that killed me. You know today. that was his big welcome to the world. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that I was thought, before Barney Miller. Yes, I oh, thought it was wow. the other way around. I thought yeah. he was brought into Godfather as a result of all the other stuff we knew him from. That's we didn't amazing. know him from anything until Godfather, and then he did yeah. Barney Miller. Well, it was 1972, so yeah, there was, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he was. died at 94, and he's always looked 74. Ever since he came on the scene in <laughs> yeah. The Godfather. Movie. It's he was nice probably that, 54. He was probably 54. <laughs> it's nice that the answer is finally yes to the question. Right. Isn't Abe Bogota dead? <laughs> yes. 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 Now we know. Uh, I hope they played the Barney Miller theme at his funeral. That's a happy song, kind of. That's a great song. <laughs> I was at a club here in, in um, I was at a club here and in Burbank, and there was a band, a pickup band there. And, and the cool thing about being in Burbank is that a lot of the studio magi- musicians and magicians they have magicians studio too, magicians yeah. as well. They get together and they form these little pickup bands, and they're amazing. And the guy who played bass, he was that guy who played the bass solo I mean, in. 
Bernie Miller. He played it for us. He's like, hey, have you heard this? I did that. So his proof to you that he was the guy is that, well, is that he played it, Karen? <laughs> well, he played it. Let me explain but... to you how music works. <laughs> they want to no, hear no, something no. else in that few good men. You can't handle the truth. That's me. <laughs> no, this guy, he, it was interesting because uh, you guys are all stupid. I knew the words, didn't I? <laughs> the reason he got to even play it, it's just so amazing how this stuff happens. They were putting together the theme song. And they needed something. They didn't have something. It was something missing. And he was there doing some other session. And he happened to be walking by. And the guy said, hey, can you come in and listen and see oh. if you got anything? And he goes, well, I'll listen to that. And he goes, yeah, I got this. And he played it. Oh. And then he said, oh, okay, keep that. That's the most famous bass line I know. in the history of music. <laughs> I, 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 I defy you. Uh, <laughs> anything else? All right. Well, oh, I forgot to mention. We have another movie. Oh, okay. Oh. Whoops. Later in the show. Who cares? You know they're saying this is gonna be the biggest storm that ever hit the East Coast. That last blizzard. Like in an hour. Oh. Chief, pick yourself a crew. And you'll assist that ship. You hear? That's why I signed up. Guess now's my chance. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. He's Gee, saying, Mr. Williams. The Coast Guard, they say you gotta go out. They don't say you gotta come back in. You probably couldn't hear that, but that's uh, the finest hours. Sorry, were we supposed to be quiet during all that? (laughs) Gee, Bart, I wish you could talk like that the whole rest of the show. Sure will, Karen. (laughs) Gee willikers. Oh, my God. I think this is my big break to be on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a new Disney adventure. uh, Paul would like you to take it seriously. (laughs) 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 No, I don't think. Do I really need to tell you to take it? The the trailer tells you to take it seriously. You know, they're saying this is going to be the biggest storm that ever hit the East Coast. It's going to be hurricane strength in an hour. Chief, you pick yourself a crew. You just that ship. You hear? That's why I signed up. Guess now's my chance. I'm out of there. Shoeshines? 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 Hold on a second. I have to tell the detective the, the clue he's looking for. <laughs> One guy just sounded like he had just run a marathon. <laughs> Paul, play it one more time. It, I don't think we can get through it without saying it. I'm going to try to not say okay. anything. You know, they're saying this is going to be the biggest storm that ever hit the East Coast. It's not possible. strength in an hour. Pick yourself a crew and you assist that ship. You hear? That's why I signed up. Guess now's my chance. The man in there don't know what he's doing. He's sending him out to They don't know what the they're doing. Is that? Say, you gotta go I swear out. to God, this guy can't do it. Can't do it. That's a guy that I like. Uh, the, one, uh, the one of the veiny arms. That's not uh, his arm, Dennis Karen. Quaid. Whoops. <laughs> 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 Dennis Quaid. It sounds like him. The one who goes. Oh, sounds like. Yeah. I don't know if they can do it. He's just all mm. in charge. All right. Yeah. All right. That was fun. Do oh, we have to talk called? about it? That's the finest hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> great. <laughs> sounds great. I mean, the title makes it sound pretty good. I don't know if you can see it. Because... Is that Adele singing in the background? It sounds like yeah, Adele. It's a total ripoff, right? Right. It totally is. I can't afford that. Okay. Uh, all right, so, uh, well, you know what that means. No. It's the most wonderful <laughs> It is. It's January. Can't even get through a trailer without. <laughs> the beginning of our favorite holiday here in the movie, guys. The January, February genre dump. Yeah. Watch your back. What was that? Oh, my good Lord. Dump it up the dump truck. Oh, is that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is a season whose movies are tied together only by Hollywood's inability to categorize them, <laughs> or at least invent the term Mordecai-esque. <laughs> a release in January says either, we don't know what to do with your neither blockbuster nor awards potential movie, or it's just a general sign of low confidence. Yet this week, four new films are being released. So, get excited. First up, Bart Marlon Wayans has done it again! Oh! He's put out a movie, Fifty Shades of Black. <laughs> Oh, kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey, but instead of grey, it's black. Hmm. Oh, okay, I get it. No, wait, I don't get it. What, what exactly is the joke here, Paul? 
White girls, get that elevator fixed. Right. Okay, I still don't get it. Okay, well then, here, maybe the internet can help explain. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. The IMDb synopsis reads as follows. An inexperienced college student meets a wealthy businessman whose sexual practices put a strain on their relationship. Oh, okay, I see. His sexual practices put a strain on their relationship because he's into all sorts of BDSM sex stuff. Okay, now I get it. Do you really? No, not really, but I was hoping to get this preview over with, so... Okay, well, Adam, why don't you talk about it with me? Here we go. Oh, sure, I'm sure. And for all of our Jamestown friends, this is Sweet Ass Cream Corn playing a little. <laughs> local legend. <laughs> you can go check them out at the Bullfrog. Just check your local <laughs> listings. I love all these references. This is great. Finally, here comes the movie that will finally combat hashtag Oscar So White. <laughs> Marlon Wayans takes a break from parodying horror movies and takes on a hot topic Ooh. from last year. Well. Fifty Shades of Grey, which begs the question, does it actually take time to write these movies? Does it, what's the also the question, black people read Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Put simply, this movie parodies the rather popular Fifty Shades of Grey movie and book, which tells the, the erotic tales of a wealthy businessman who seduces a college co-ed into the world of BDSM. In this funny version, instead of Christian Grey, the wealthy businessman is named Christian Black. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure that's the funny part. Oh, then, then what is the funny part? We're not sure, but there's more. Not only is the main character named Christian Black, but he's also played by the aforementioned Marlon Wayans. <laughs> no, wait, no, that can't be the funny part either. Okay, so the character named Black is played by a black actor. So how does that make this movie funny? We have to talk. You mean like... White people? What's wrong with that? And they start throwing around all these big SAT words. I like it the black way. What you not going to do? Oh, no, what you not no, going to do? You are not about to... Oh, don't let me get to clapping, boo. Oh, hell no. See? That's communication. I'm sorry, Paul. You said something about this movie being a comedy, right? No, I said the internet did. Oh, okay. Well, that classic Marlon Wayans humor is back on display. If you're not familiar with it, catch up by watching skits from your seventh grade talent show. <laughs> People get stuck, slip, fall down, bump into things. Oh, and here I'm put, I put compiled a thing. Normally, this is where we would play the Paul Blart. <laughs> oh, Paul oh, Blart, yeah. yes. Yeah. Paul Blart's one of my favorite String drops. together of all the times he's fallen down. No, there's no. A lot in the this is all from the trailer. Okay. Oh, shades of here blood. we go. Ow! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> How like is that Woody not Paul Blart? I know. <laughs> that is so much better than the Paul Blart drop yeah. we've been doing yeah. for a year. That's funny. Uh, Marlon Wayans has made many parodies, most notably Scary Movies 1 through 4 and A Haunted House 1 and 2. But this time he's taking on a film before the franchise begins. Oh. Can he do that? Yes. Is that possible? So for those keeping score, that's a black movie parodying a white book with jokes for teenagers and references your aunt will love. <laughs> I think they've nailed it. All right. Demographic. Hey. I guess Fifty Shades of Grey is huge, right? It is, is huge. I, 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 I'm just so outside of it, I feel like uh, this doesn't need it's a It's a logical thing to parody. But yeah, I guess so. But, but it's always parodied by that Marlon Wayans, like... I mean, every movie, no matter what genre, is just that. I mean, they every, love slapstick. Every time they did the slapstick, too, you could hear like a little ding, like a little bell would oh, yeah? go off in the... Uh, well, that's the, the elevator. That's the elevator. There's an oh. elevator gag where the elevator is closing on her face and she doesn't have enough oh, sense to okay. get out of it. So he uh, has to shove her. 
It's all very That's the joke. But Didn't that happen with Ray Rice? I thought that same thing happened it's with Ray Rice. It's a little too Ray Rice. Very Ray Ricey. It's a little Ray Ray Ricey for me. Okay. I just don't know if that scene is iconic enough to really lay a parody down on it. The elevator? Yeah. There's an elevator scene in Fifty Shades of Black? Or Grey? Exactly. Oh. Did you see it, Cameron? Well, Fifty the, Shades of Grey? No, you know what? And I was home with the dog recuperating because he lost an eye. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> no, um, you can't tell if he's telling the truth. A whole other story. But anyway, uh, I was I had the option of watching it so many times, and I just I couldn't do it. Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, I would oh. see it there, and I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather just watch porn. You? If I'm going to watch some <laughs> yeah. sex. That's like a big, that's a big tease, that movie, right? Yeah. I just go know. watch porn. Yeah, right, right. Or secretary. Or, yeah, secretary. Yeah, I mean, that's the James Spader in uh, there. Yeah, hot. there you go. Yeah. That that did this a lot way of crawling before. around. That's way and, like, before. Artsy as hell too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was the female in that? Uh, Jennifer Jason. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Your Maggie girlfriend. Gyllenhaal. Oh, mom. Mom Gyllenhaal. Mom Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Mom was in that. Yeah, before she became mom, mom Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Unbelievable. She looks more mom in Batman. She looked. She, that was that was. Uh, she was pretty hot in that actually. She's very hot in secretary. Yeah. I'm sure. Bart, go recheck it and let us. I'm know. on it. Give me a full report. I'll go watch the BDSM Actually, movie. Yeah, Carrie, you should Thank look. You. you should look <laughs> for our next movie. Yes. Turn you around. America's favorite Jack Black character <laughs> returns to the big screen <laughs> whenever they make School of Rock two. But yeah. until then, there's this. It's Kung Fu Panda three. Karen, here we go. Hey, that's my brother Don Volpe, also in Sweet Ass Cream Corn. <laughs> you can be checking him out down at the. I don't even know any other bars in Jamestown. Just go to. the... The Rusty Nail closed. The Rusty Nail closed. Son of a gun. (laughs) If you like martial arts and endangered species that have no idea how to procreate, then here's a movie for you. This promises to be the kung fu-iest panda movie ever. Poe, the karate-chopping panda, is finally reunited with his long-lost father, Lee. Poe's new and real father takes him back to a secret panda village in the mountains where pandas can live free from the prying eyes of a government broadcasting every last second of their reproductive (laughs) lives. (laughs) watch. The mood is tense. I have been on some serious, serious reports, but nothing quite like this. I, 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 uh, Ching King is inside right now. I tried to get an interview with him, but they said, nope, you can't do that. He's a live bear. He will literally rip your face off. <laughs> Poe helps the dopey locals defend their village. It's a plot straight out of a Kira Kurosawa movie, if you're a movie elitist, or straight out of Three Amigos, if you're like me. Along the way, the audio editors face their greatest challenge as to what Jack Black improvisations are actually that great. (laughs) (laughs) And all is well until the evil and supernatural villain known as Kai returns from Mm. somewhere and starts destroying all the kung fu masters, presumably in an effort to bring an end to seven-year-old boys kung fu chopping their little sisters. I mean, really, who cares if there aren't any more kung fu masters? But... I digress. Here's a here's a clip of Kai, voiced by J.K. Simmons, declaring his triumphant return. Kai has returned. Bunch of f-ing limp, f-ing sour note, flatter than their girlfriend's flexible tempo <laughs> dip. Fabulous. You might want to make note of that, Paul. You can't do an animated movie when you've already done that role and not expect us to drop that right after your animated performance. <laughs> well, hello. Uh, when when Poe learns... <laughs> Barker. When Poe learns of uh, the pending extinction of the Kung Fu Panda Masters, he realizes that it's up to him to try and save the world. So on the recommendation of his father, voiced by Brian Cranston, he decides to train all his panda brethren on the art of Kung Fu. And things go surprisingly well and quickly when Poe's father starts feeding all the little pandas his special blue candy. Say my name. (laughs) (laughs) Say my name. And did you miss seeing Jack Black last year at Goosebumps? 
Well, you can see even less of him in Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> Poe is again voiced by Jack Black, who really is the human embodiment of a panda bear. He's shaped like one, and from what I'm told, he also has trouble impregnating female pandas. <laughs> really, there's very little we know about pandas. <laughs> the series has been praised in China for its impressively knowledgeable understanding of Chinese culture and heritage. Hmm. Except for that part about the panda who does Kung Fu. <laughs> Sum it up. <laughs> Sum it up for us, Karen. Kung Fu Panda Three. It's a catchier title than Animal Protagonist. There you go. That's true. <laughs> so that is how all of these ideas start. All right, Animal Protagonist. We'll change the title later. <laughs> are we going barnyard? Or are we go? What are we? Chinese zodiac. Jungle? What are we doing? Are we jungle. In the desert. We're doing ju- Let's go jungle. Madagascar. Okay, Animal Protagonist. Now, right. I I won't be able to bring this up on what did you see this week because I didn't see the whole thing, but I dipped into. Kung Fu Panda 2 on my TBS report this weekend. And uh, they're just insanely uh, engaging, right? I mean, they're they're great movies. First one's great. You just want to watch them. They're cute and they're fun. Second one I really don't remember seeing. I think I saw it, but I don't remember much. Remember the first one I thought was really good. Yeah. And and as much as I will lay into like how they do the animated subcultures. Okay, now we're doing Barnyard. It's like really clever to do the Chinese Zodiac and tie that into martial arts and stuff. And he is an animated character. It's so perfect for him. Yeah. And they, they borrow some of his his well-known yeah. physical uh, stunts, and they animate him, and it's hilarious as a fat bear. I submit to you that they completely missed. The, I submit to you, they completely missed the mark here. Um, Panda Express, because this should be called oh. Kung Fu Panda Express. Kung oh. Fu Panda Express. Tie-in. Tie-in. You could really Tie-in. taste the panda. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, I found over the years that is not actual panda, nor is it express. <laughs> <laughs> They're just lying all around, <laughs> standing in line. It's not real panda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, have the sweet and sour panda. <laughs> but what about this? They have TV shows now. The, um, Kung Fu Panda Legends of Awesomeness. Oh. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda Legendary Warriors. Kung Fu Panda World. These are shows? These are shows. Like On Netflix TV? shows though, right? Oh. Yeah. They just- uh, no, I, well, I don't know. I think, I think they're just regular cartoon, like half hour cartoon series. Oh. See, this is why one of us should have had a kid. Then we could check. I Where's keep Dan trying, Karen. All? Dan Backenall would know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but but I think I know. Like the uh, what was the Madagascar one? They just released like six of those as a Netflix series. I know. Sometimes that's just to keep these properties a little hot. You know, there's the equivalent of Cinderella three. Yeah, I was wondering through if the it, shoe or if whatever that kept them hot or if it diluted them at all. I don't <laughs> oh, know. Oh no, no, it works because what it's for is whenever the kids are in the car. So because oh, if, yeah. if you pull you up next on the to movie. if you pull up next to an SUV and there's kids in the car though. I mean, I do this with Breaking Bad. I wouldn't have just wanted to watch one or two episodes. I want to watch lots and lots of Breaking Bad. So you want to watch lots and lots of Kung Fu Panda. And, and kids don't care about the, the quality. No. They don't care about the quality. Like, they, they put out all the stops to do Kung Fu Panda for yeah. a theatrical release. Though these are down. a little cranked out. They're not their best writers or whatever, you know. Hey, the kids are tired. They're in traffic. It's okay. It's just more Panda. It's more Panda. This one comes out in January because I thought they were all always summer movies up till now. Oh, really? So, but and making money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they went January in this one. Have I told my DreamWorks story from uh, Hollywood Bowl too many times? I'm not sure. I I can't remember it. Jack Black danced to a montage that I had edited of DreamWorks animation. It was for the DreamWorks... uh, Did he just get loose on stage? No, 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 no. no. It was planned. He jumped up out of his seat, ran down there, and started wiggling. It was planned. It was planned. I had better seats than George Lucas. That's about the end of the That's how it should be. That's a great story. Those are the main points I want to hit here. (laughs) That's the main points I want to hit. You know. Next up for the big January weekend, we have... The Finest Hours. I'll be the judge of that, Paul. If you want to see a thrilling, gripping, dramatic retelling of a true story, well, there's lots of Oscar nominees in the theaters. But if you've seen those, there's also The Finest Hours. Bart, let's tell people what it's all about. 
Say what? Haven't heard of this movie? That's okay. It's late January, and you shouldn't expect movies to be coming out. Besides, that's where, where we come in. The Finest Hours tells the story of the greatest Coast Guard rescue in history. I didn't know they were keeping stats yeah, on know, that. <laughs> Looks like that's going to be second place for you, Archie Peterson's tugboat. <laughs> Chris Pine plays a coxswain in the Coast Guard from New England. Why'd you wait so long before you suggest to going out on a date? I just didn't know if you'd be attracted to me. You know exactly how I pictured you. Yeah? Better. <laughs> and what girl can resist a nice coxswain? Only one captain has a wife at home worried enough about his survival for the Coast Guard to send him into peril. Bernie Weber, pronounced Benny Weber, played by Pine. Chris Pine is in charge? Well, Captain Kirk should be able to get out, get us out of this, right? He was also Jack Ryan's shadow recruit. Oh, well. Mm. Weber is a coxswain in the Coast Guard who falls in love with Miriam, played by Holiday Granger. Unfortunately, their pending nuptials are put in jeopardy when Benny is set out on the rescue mission to save Casey Affleck and a bunch of other actors whose ship was split in two by another biggest storm to ever hit the East Coast. Too soon! Leaving half a ship floating around the ocean like a doomed rest of the 12-inch Subway sub in your fridge. <laughs> this was 1952, and at the time, they really didn't think there would be any more storms that would be quite as big, so they thought that this was indeed the biggest. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you, Channel News 5. Not every storm can be the storm of the century. It's an epic tale from Disney of men on the seas trying to rescue other men being washed away by storms and waves. You might also recognize it from its previous title, Disney Nature Drowning. <laughs> In case the story sounds engrossing, the Boston accent is here to take you out of the story every two minutes. I can meet you in an hour in Worcester. How about Worcester. Medford? I'm going to Worcester How next week. How about Dorchester? How about Gloucester? How about Taunton? Ah, because it acts from Taunton. Wicked. 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 <laughs> so do you want to meet there? Nah, nah. How about uh, Weymouth? Uh, how about Revere? I'll slip that play underneath. Somerville. <laughs> And other than growing a beard, growing an accent is the next best thing you can do to be taken seriously as an actor. Hey, it worked for Renee Zellweger. She grew a beard? No, an accent. All right, what are we meeting? Brain tree. <laughs> Stop paying attention, Bart. It only confuses you. Yes, it does. Now, rounding out the fellow sailors are Ben Foster, Kyle Gallner, and Eric Bana. You know Eric Bana? He played Era the Hulk. You know Bruce Bana? Bruce Bana? Wow, there's uh, <laughs> certainly sure is a lot of semen in this movie. You know, because of the two oil tankers and the two rescue rescue boats from the Coast Guard, you know, all yeah. that. Well, if you're wondering <laughs> if you should see this, perhaps the most indicative statistic is that the finest hour's running time is one hour and 54 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. well, that's... Two of them, at least. Okay. Finest hour and 54 minutes. <laughs> so, I saw this preview, and then I immediately remembered this awesome thing I saw on Facebook. Have you guys seen this lady who's covering the storm and she's talking and she's just <gasps> over excited about everything going, stay inside, people are getting hurt, blah, blah, blah. And then while she's doing that, a stop sign just Holy smacks her in the oh, face. It's insane. It's amazing. Really? I, is it it's real? Amazing. It's amazing. It's I, shocking. I have no idea because a sign going that fast would have cut her head off. It I would think. smacks her just... But it hits so perfectly that you do see a couple, a couple frames of full stop sign. Yeah, she gets <laughs> shot off the screen. It's insane. It's Look it up. Insane, and it's not the, it's not the um, snowstorm. It's like some sort of hurricane yeah. or something yeah, going on. And they send him right out there in the middle of it. Hey, yeah. I'm talking in the middle of this thing. This is really stupid. She for gets me to be hit by a wham. stop sign. That if, seems like that'd be a good movie. If she's okay, that's hilarious. That's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> if not, mm. uh, tragedy. My heart goes out to her and her family. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Wait, so, what were we talking about this movie? Well, based on like a uh, half hour ago in this show, you're not going to see this. No. I honestly didn't I know this movie was pass. a movie until you sent it to us yeah. to review or preview. I yeah. was like, what? Yeah. I've never heard of this thing. You know, I mean, never. this is this belongs to that, that uh, degree of, like, that's what's so great about January and February, or particularly January. There's prestige movies coming out that couldn't make the cut. Yeah. But... They're here because we're all going, ah, it's time to go see some prestige movies. And you might forget, you know. Oh, yeah. well, you know what? It's like loops of fruit instead of uh-huh, fruit Aha, you're yeah. right. Right? Oh so it's God, like those right. breakfast cereals that are <laughs> puffs of cocoa instead of yeah, cocoa puffs. Yeah, Dr. Pepper, it's like... Uh, it's like uh, Mr. Pib. Yeah. <laughs> Pib MD or Pib whatever. MD. Yeah. <laughs> and it sort of tastes the Jer- same. Cola MD. <laughs> cola, cola MD. Cola. Peppery Cola MD. <laughs> so this is like an Oscar contender, only with that saccharin aftertaste. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there you the go. tab of uh, dramatic, the tab of the movies. tab of dramatic historical retellings. <laughs> important. Got to have important in there. Uh. True story, though, so Uh-oh. it qualifies as a movie. I don't oh. know if it was a book. No. Um, I think it probably was I'm sure a book. it's been documented. Yeah. <laughs> somebody wrote it down. <laughs> but no, but the so ship, quick, somebody write this. He got back and he goes, quick, somebody write this down. <laughs> we'll never yeah, believe what somewhere. just happened. Well, what they don't talk about, I think it's all over the poster, is something about the number of people they could fit on the rescue boat mm. is not enough as to how many are they need to rescue. So that's another thing they got to run into. Yeah. That's, now, on, that's on the poster. It's something like, we're going there with like... Room for 30, and there's 35 or something. Oh, well, there's two boats that are sent out in reality. Like, there was two different sh- boats that went out to rescue these two different tankers that I think were both split in half. Like, literally split in half, and, like, just the back end of it is yeah. floating around. That, that, that's a phone call to the boat maker. Because if, right. like, if two boats do that, you're like, yeah. okay, I think I see a design flaw yeah. here, guys. <laughs> we need a recall Titanic on the oil. Like 100 years yeah. ago. We should have yeah. worked that out by now. Turns Look, out. one boat sli- uh, splits directly in half. I, I'll let it go. Two. I, I don't know a lot about, well, I know a little bit about this. Actually, Paul and I used to li- live on a ship for a year, and we had to learn a lot of the um, safety things that you have to do, and we, we both know how to drive Did you man boats. a muster I, station? Did I was in charge of people's lives, and I drove a. You mustered. <laughs> I'm really abilities. great at driving the little boat around because we always had to practice. It seems you like drove every... a dinghy. No, no, no. Uh, it <laughs> was the lifeboat, yeah. oh. and you get inside and you. Drive was it the it Captain around. Phillips boat, like the one he yes, was in? Yes, exactly. I drove that around. Oh, wow. I was very good at it. So cool. Uh, a matter of fact, I did that on my 30th birthday. I remember exactly where I was. I was in Nassau in the Bahamas, driving a little boat mm. with a bunch of Filipino guys in little uh, pr- like jumpsuits singing happy birthday to me. <laughs> That was interesting because they all sang it like Elvis. But that's not important. <laughs> what? Oh, American. Elvis Presley. I'm I get it. I'll say happy birthday to you. Uh, but what was interesting is if I was to send out lifeboats um, and there were 35 people and there were only 30 could fit, then what I would do is just have a couple of ropes and then like keep taking turns, having one couple, five guys hang off the side and then you just drag them behind keep the boat? turns until you got in and you'd be fine. Why would you just be like, well, screw you guys? Now, you were on that ship in the capacity of an improviser. I would think your role would be very different in an emergency situation. I was, you know what? <laughs> we were there to zip. make jokes and zap and go. We were there to make jokes, and for some reason, they put all of the improvisers in charge of lives. Yeah. Oh, wow. We spoke English. Because we yeah. spoke English. Oh, okay. We said we may speak English. And eloquently. I but keep in mind <laughs> that we make jokes about everything. Yeah. And then they thought this was a good idea, and, and they didn't think this through. Paul was on one side of the boat in charge of lives, and I was on the other side. If that boat was going down, we were not going to be on two different lifeboats on different sides of the boat. I'd be like, have a good time. I'm going to go with my husband. 
What? Hi, I'm Karen. I'll be your improviser during this. Uh, keep in mind, I <laughs> this will. emergency. Be, yeah. I, I'd like someone to please yell out for me an occupation. Fat, <laughs> fat, Well, I'm out of here. Rescue <laughs> boat driver. How's that for an occupation? Rescue boat driver. All right. All right. Let me just see if I can work that up. <laughs> All right, our final film of the oh, week. Oh, we have another oh, yeah. one. So anyway, go see that. And that's that movie. Our final film of the Let week. Let me see if I can yeah. predict what genre this is. Uh, animated historical epic about... Uh... We did a comedy already. Uh, and cowboy movie. So oh. you're close. Oh, that's cowboy movie. Yes, the final film is Jane Got a Gun. Mm. It's a title that has Tarzan running scared. So are Dick and George Jetson. Adam, <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. Jane Got a Gun. Clever. See that too we did there. Well, you see, there are a lot of Aerosmith songs to name your western after. It's true. I would think "Back in the Saddle" would be the most obvious. Then you know that would. But they went with Jane Got a Gun. In a twist on normal life, everyone hates Natalie Portman oh. as she plays Jane, a homesteader marked for death by John Bishop, played by Ewan McGregor and the Bishop Boys. You see, back then, if there were more than three of you and you were relentless, they just took your last name and added boys to it. Well, that didn't work out so well for Ben Fondling and his gang, the Fondling Boys. <laughs> So it's Princess Amidala fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi in 1800s Wild West. Hmm. Got it. I'll, oh, see yeah. I'll see it. I'll see that. The movie also stars Joel Edgerton. Or maybe Joel Edgerton's just in it. I, I don't know which. Uh, Edgerton plays a gunslinger that Jane enlists to help her, even though she doesn't need any help. No. That's how you have to write movies nowadays. Yep. Somebody calls you sexist. <laughs> you think this might be a postmodern feminist western, but yeah, really, she's just hiring a man to help fight off other men. Hmm. A refreshing twist, Edgerton tries to train her to use guns, only to be surprised that she already knows how to use a gun. Oh, wait, that's in every movie now. Hollywood writes those into movies to avoid paying women equally. Jane got a gun. Sure, the movie has a title that would give anti-gun protesters fits, but at least there is some gender equality here. Because women can do anything men can do, like shoot and kill things. Jane realizes there's trouble brewing when her husband stumbles home with more holes in his body than he had when he left. <laughs> That's a problem. Which, back in those days, was a real cause for alarm. <laughs> so she now must invoke her Second Amendment rights to protect her clan. Otherwise, the terrorists win. Wow, yep. this is a classic Western tale of frontier justice. This movie has it all. Rape, murder, awesome, and rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. the <laughs> <laughs> <No> worst. <laughs> I see a clever mar I see the clever marketing idea here. Put out something serious against Oscar nominees still in theaters and hope that nobody knows the difference. There I'm you telling go. you, right. it's just like the cereal. Yep, just like the other one. We're all, we were all over there. Now, I watched this trailer several times, and I cannot make heads or tails of exactly what the problem is. So... Uh, her husband does come stumbling. The gang stumbling. is out to kill her. The gang is out to kill her. her husband. Yes, and she somehow is protecting her husband, who is also somewhat of a wanted criminal. I'm not giving anything away. That's also in the trailer. But the problem I'm having is they can't find her. They're like, they're like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna sweep well, this valley. Well, uh, no, can't you just stand at the top of the hill and look down in the valley and go, oh, there's the house. It's yep. a big west. It's a big west. And, oh, okay. and they didn't have the internets back then. But the guy came stumbling Maps. home from being shot by the guys. Okay. So the guys that shot them shot the guy. Right, are out to get them. Didn't but he? maybe oh. they thought they left him for dead. Uh, ooh, maybe yeah. they thought he was revenant. 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 Revenanted. He was revenanted. He was revenanted. He was revenanted. Well, if you think, uh, according to the trailer, she was left a widow, and then some creepy dudes come in, which guys always do whenever you're single. Creepy dudes come in, start massaging you, going, "Don't worry, I'll take care of you." And then they try to rape you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's what happened. What? They, they, Is that they what get happens? All, they get yeah. all the way to the rubbing. 
They well, they come in. We're gonna take care of you, and they oh, do all that okay. thing. And you're like, oh, okay, these guys aren't gonna do the raping. And then they try to do the raping, and then you have to be like, I have to kill you now. <laughs> and then you're a bad guy. Didn't they take her kid too? Didn't they kidnap her kid? I that, feel like yeah. I read that in some some. Yeah, it's in the trailer yeah. too. So she's she's out for vengeance. Yeah. for her husband and to get her child back. And she wears way too many clothes in this movie. Natalie she Portman. is a cowgirl. Oh, I will see this. Why Western? I know. And I you gotta, don't get many I of can't them. pretend that. Every one of these I see, I don't love. But I Because I, I do. I, I said, I'm like, Western, let me... Uh, and then, like, I've said this before, I think five minutes in, I'm like, wait a minute, I love Westerns. <laughs> I forgot till I sat down. It's like superheroes movies used to be. You only got one a year. Yeah. You go, you know, I'm only getting... You're, this is your only Western of the year, I think, probably, you know. I probably. still loved Hateful Eight. Have you guys seen that oh, yet? No. That is a Western. Oh, I have not so seen it yet. good. And there's no raping of the women going on, by the way. Well, the mm, women is the, the woman. Now, is seven the guys and one woman. Sen- and and no not raping. once do they even allude to. And wanting. they already got her half tied up. And they don't do anything. Talk it's, about a missed opportunity. It's, it's the first movie in a long time where you watch it, and when it's over, you go, they never treated her like they were going to try to hurt her in some way, in an inappropriate well, way. No point. one looked at her inappropriately. No one said anything sexist to her. They treated her really well in that crazy, um, they were going to kill her way. <laughs> if you was amazing. the fact that they wanted to kill her, other than that, they treated her they great. Tr- it was very respectful. They never touched her inappropriately or he said anything in inappropriately. Face. But are you talking about sexual? Yeah, not- but she had it coming, Paul. <laughs> it wasn't sexually uncomfortable. They treated her with respect. And Punching her in, her in the face. face was not part of the sex act. All right, right, enough of this nonsense. We have entirely different nonsense to Good. attend to with our guest. Yes! Stay with us through She's the break. She's still here, Paul? Five she minutes. snuck out. Five minutes for us, ten seconds for you, and we'll be back with TV's Allison Becker. Yeah. Here we go. And we are back with our guest, who we mentioned before has appeared in The Other Guys. TV shows like Main Street, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, and more. She's a UCB grad with a lengthy commercial resume as well. So please welcome Allison Becker. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not to be confused with my uh, neighbor from back home, Alice Becker. She lived behind us. But we are kind of neighbors. We are actually now, again, again, Allison Becker is living behind my family somehow. Yeah, I thought you guys knew each other because you were neighbors. No, our parents are neighbors. Our parents Uh, both retired to the same place, and they are neighbors, and they did that thing where it's like, you should meet my son, you should meet my daughter. (laughs) And we're like, okay. (laughs) And here we are. But I think she has has a boyfriend, Bart. We'll have to thank Bart's mom for hooking us. Yeah, way to go, Jude. (laughs) Uh, So you heard the first half of the show. You got anything to say about the Oscars or these new releases? No, I have no opinions. Nothing to (laughs) say. She wants to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She has auditions coming up. She has no opinions or Um, anything. I've watched all of those trailers. Um, nothing. I mean, so you don't have kids or anything like that. Right? So you're not no. steering towards the Kung Fu Panda. No, I saw. I, it's funny because you were like, I don't know if I saw a Kung Fu Panda two. I don't remember it either. I, I think either. I saw it. I just um, couldn't tell I you. I think it's about. I maybe saw it. I know I saw the first one, and I remember I was like, it's listen, it's not my favorite animated franchise, but I was like, this is fun. I'll watch this. I didn't see it in the theater. I probably watched it on a plane or something. Well, Jack Black yeah. is a. Uh, a human cartoon. He's a human yes. Yeah, yeah, so he's he, likable. He, it really worked for him, and I think yeah, that was a great that character. But I won't, I won't be seeing that in the theater. I'm not going to seek that out. Uh, of those, the one I want to see the most is Jane Got a Gun. 
And yeah. uh, okay, explain yourself. Um, <laughs> we're gonna need some backup I mean, strong, on this. <laughs> strong female protagonist, but yeah. I and I love the outfits. Yeah, right. I she looked great. Love the outfits. Mm-hmm. The uh, petticoats. No, what are they? What are they called? No, her uh, jacket is so cool. And that high button. Up. See, like yeah. you were saying, she wears too many clothes. Too I think that's clothes. sexy though. When she's uh, like all buttoned up, because I'm like, what are you hiding underneath there, girl? <laughs> <laughs> she looks go, good. Go see Black Swan. You'll find <laughs> out what she's hiding under the yeah. <laughs> A gun. And, you know, it's uh, it's the girl from the professional, all grown up and shooting people. So you know. Yeah. yeah. What more can you expect? Sure. It's Boing. gonna happen. And she's crazy talented. Yeah, I think she's crazy talented. Yeah, you've never seen a movie with her in it and thought that'd be better without her. Yeah, right, right. right? <laughs> she wasn't your highness. Did anybody see that? Yeah, she, she was not the better. problem with that movie. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that movie. Me either. Yeah, me. Eh? Me. Well, do yeah. you smoke weed? Because I think you're supposed to see it high. Yes, yeah, I don't. Uh, okay, well, that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's your, your problem, problem Paul. That's your yeah, problem with many things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be true. She actually hit the nail on the head. I like, a lot, I like, like a lot more crap movies. Yes. As someone who has a medical prescription, uh-huh. I yes, will say, yes. Mom, I have a prescription. Your glaucoma is looking great, by yes, the way. Thank I, you. Yeah. Say it's really I would say <laughs> there are certain movies that are intended to watch under the influence. It's called Your Highness. So I <laughs> right. Yes. But, like, yeah. you don't watch Harold and Kumar not high. Right. You just, it's not fun. There's a whole genre. You can, but not it's not fun. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. Yeah. You're allowed. It's interesting, though. Lebowski works either way. Lebowski does work either <laughs> way. It does work either way. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that being high would help that boat movie? No, that that would be <laughs> way too intense. Uh, right? That might bring you down. <laughs> way too intense. You might think you're on the boat. Do sinking. not see that movie high. You will freak out. <laughs> They're speaking a different language. It might be really funny, though. It might be the accent. If you can get the right buzz going. This is a great thing about the movie guy or the movie pass right is that I could try and turn this into a high movie it ain't gonna cost me any extra oh you could just try it. yeah, it's gonna cost you the weed let us it's know it's gonna cost me the weed it would be hilarious to absolutely treat this movie the way you would like a big stoner movie that sounds like guys this movie's out we're gonna get high we're gonna walk around the grove yeah and then you go to that. <laughs> do you know from the, the movie pass? Do I chest It's like, uh, do you know what the movie no. pass is? It's a, like Netflix for the theater. You pay one Oh, price. yes, I have heard yeah, about yeah. this. We, we have that. And so, it, is it so, worth it? Yes, well, if you see a lot of movies. because it makes more movies worth seeing because yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I, you know, I paid into it. and then you, It's like you class go. pass. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Class pass? Anyone? It's like a workout version of it. Where you can go to like any yoga class, any bar class. Yeah, none of us work out. Like, what are you talking (laughs) about? That sounds like movies. (laughs) I'm an actor, so I don't eat and I work out a lot. (laughs) Do we have this yet? Movie theater with treadmills? There we go. Movie theater with yoga mats? I mean, you're in the right place. (laughs) You are. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Have you guys done the iPick where you. Were you Yeah. You get the blanket, you get the pillow, you get the reclining seat, you get a button where you can order food. I did that. Once. What's it called? Yeah. I pick. There's I pick. a couple oh. chains, but I pick is the one here. I went to like, the Royal Star Cinema in Pasadena and saw um I think burlesque. I think it's that place now yeah. redone as Yeah, oh, it okay. is. It is because okay. I saw Gravity there. It's it's only I think it's only good for action movies. Well, Otherwise I'll tell you, you paying something. $30 a ticket for burlesque did not help it. Right. So <laughs> that did not It's a bad movie. There's another one that I saw Mad Max in where they put a subwoofer under every seat. I forget what that one's called. It's called like DTX or something. Oh, have like you that. you know what I did on Sunday night? I did the four the four D theater. Have you guys done that oh, yet? Yeah. Really that's that's the one. About. Uh it is a like a ride. I saw Star yeah. Wars again. I don't I had already seen it, Force Awakens. Greatest. 
and they have the whole the seats move. Whoa! <laughs> There's when oh, wait, when they shoot this. guns, it's like poof, poof, and you feel the air things going by <gasps> oh you. My God. You feel oh things on your legs. You get squirt whoa, with whoa, water. Whoa. It is That's so fun. Oh, LA Live, right? Wow! It's at LA Live, yeah. yeah. <gasps> and the tickets are like I think thirty bucks, but it's so fun. The first twenty minutes of the movie, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, because your drink is like spilling. <laughs> it is so fun, but only obviously action. Movies. How not doing high were you? Oh, so high. <laughs> so high. Wars, you have to. <laughs> but it was real fun. So they should do that with the boat movie, and then every now and then they just throw water on you. Oh, they're definitely going to do it with the boat <laughs> yeah, movie. Like, that sure. would be, per- honestly, if, like, it's perfect for like I mean Star Wars I genuinely loved but I would go see like a mediocre action movie there and it would be super fun wait a minute um, getting wet at movies is something new I thought that always because I always came home soaked is that, well, you're very is this a problem am I, something else happening you just now? have trouble drinking your oh, soda okay. yeah. by the way they have a water off button if oh. you are not into getting uh, wet it's a mild spritz wait 3D, 3D glasses 3D glasses. This is yeah. the problem in, in amusement yeah, parks. Oh. They spray dots. your glasses, then you got to take the glasses uh, off and it's wipe a, them off. It's a mild, it's a mild spritz. Does it get hot when they're in the desert in uh, Star Wars? No. Yeah. But the, I did do the Ford experience of. Have you guys ever done the Nightmare Before Christmas one at El Capitan? No, that'd be cool. That's fun. They like it snows in there. And yeah, it snows, yeah. Oh. and then when they go to Christmas Land, it smells like gingerbread cookies. Oh, it's really nice. fun. It's like that. amazing. It's really fun. That's cool. I, love I recommend it. How high were you for that no. one? <laughs> also, check in the high very high. Every wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Especially when you have it makes everything better, Paul. I think the bigger bigger question is, Allison, how high are you now? Not high at all. Oh, not high enough. High on life. High on life. I brought my pipe. So listen, you started, uh, I mentioned you started in uh, comedy. Or did you start in comedy? Or did, did you come around to comedy? I did um, I started doing uh, UCB, a.k.a. Upright Citizens Brigade, yes. for the uninitiated, um, in New York. And when at I, the original space. At the original we space. We had a discussion. Yeah. This is amazing. Like UCB had this uh, original space where, at that time, if you took UCB classes, your teachers were yeah. Matt Besser, and Ian Roberts, yeah. Amy Poehler, and uh, yeah. Uh, and, um, it was and Ian Roberts. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, fun. Had, Ian Roberts was my coach. Oh when really? I was at I O. Yeah. There's many times he was in my living room yelling at us. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> He's a delight. But yeah, I started and he out loved there. It, and he loved what you were doing. He just, loved what we were doing. He just yelled a lot in a very small apartment in Chicago. <laughs> that theater was so fun. The, there was a green room, but then like the where we kept all the costumes and stuff was underground and it was just a hole just a hole in the floor like a trap door and you'd walk down a ladder and that's where we'd like run lines before nice. shows and also at that fun. space the ass cats which is their mm-hmm. their big improv show I mean, it was like tina fey and, yeah. and all this oh, yeah. live. I mean, that was like so early days yeah. for even them on saturday night live yeah and the only time sh- we ever saw when we saw it yeah and it got shut down because we didn't have a proper fire exit well, sure. What uh, improv theater does, right? There's <laughs> something so much more used to be about being in a place that's a fire hazard yeah, than like now, the legit spaces now. The I mean, legit space yeah. now is like a place we could like actually eat and live, and there's no bugs or anything. Yeah. Nobody needs that. Screw that. Yeah, that's not comedy. <laughs> so I, funny. I know how Second City works as far as its levels, and then there are auditions, and then. You get into touring a train, a touring company. So, how does UCB work as it's far as probably pretty similar? Now, I mean, now it's a whole thing. I couldn't yeah. explain to you how it works now. When I did it, it was three levels: one, two, three, and then you auditioned to be on a Herald team. And there's never uh, a script writing or anything. It's always it's, it's all improv. There, yeah. Now there's a lot more, okay. and now it's like level 101 and yeah, yeah. 201 because it's like <laughs> yeah. an accredited school now. 
Uh, but yeah, when I started, it was very basic. And when I also there were like a f- you know maybe a hundred, couple hundred people involved. Now uh-huh. it's like thousands yeah. of kids. Wow, brats. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Comedy brats. <laughs> no, it's exciting. It's exciting that it's gotten bigger. It definitely is different than what I was used to, but it's exciting and there's more diversity now. There's more women now, which is really exciting because we were talking about this earlier. Like, you know, every sketch group you're in, mm. in when we came up was like, you were the girl in this mm-hmm. group or the girl in the improv group. And it was like cool, but also like, yeah, was- because you played everyone's wife and mother. <sighs> Yeah, that's all you played, exactly. and you couldn't play friends with another girl because there, there was no another girl. <laughs> but now there's like now UCB has all female teams, which is just so dope. It's it's exciting. It's exciting. Did you little find by it? little, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Did you find it? It's it was a springboard to other things. Oh did yeah, the- it's how I got uh, my one of my first my first acting gig. My first real acting gig was on a hidden camera show called Boiling Points, hmm. which was. It was so stressful to film. We basically would just piss people off until they hit their boiling point. And if they didn't, if they didn't, if they were Working tighter, damn near killed. Right, exactly. So many times, so many times. Uh, And I got that job through UCB. Uh, Billy Merritt was on that show and he was a teacher there at the time and he recommended me for it. And then then I started doing a lot of hosting and and I was a VJ for a while. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. On MTV. On MTV? On VH1. On VH1. Okay. Yeah. So that and that was all stemmed from UCB. I mean, I I'm so grateful for that whole community of people. They're lovely. That's cool. Except for that one person. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, there is. There is. In every improv class, there's the one person who you're like. We had one person in our second city class, and uh, she was great though because she was annoying, but in in a very different way. She wasn't good when she was awake. So, <laughs> and she would fall asleep during class, and even the teacher was in on it. Wait, like in a narcolepsy way, or in just like she was tired, maybe, like a medical marijuana uh, kind of yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I think she was just I like tired. her. I like her. But when she would fall asleep, we wouldn't wake her up. We'd all improvise quietly. Yeah, even the teacher. Even Are you the serious? teacher. Yeah. That's oh kind God. of adorable. It was amazing. We're like, ooh, she's sleeping. All right. Until you realize, didn't we have auditions to get to this yeah. point? <laughs> she not her check out. didn't yeah. bounce. Check didn't bounce. And that woman was Angelina Jolie. Angelina <laughs> Jolie. So when you get to Parks and Rec, uh, do you chat it up with Amy and talk to her about this kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, how did or that did come she up? already know you because yeah, she was she a teacher knew, back then? Yeah, I knew yeah. Amy coming up through UCB um, when I was coming up because obviously it's her theater and she <laughs> is delightful. Mm. Um, yeah, so I didn't audition for her, but when I got to set, I already knew her and Aubrey Plaza and I had worked together before and Aziz. Um, so it was a great set to walk on to. So my question is how people. how and when and how many times do you mention that you know Amy during the audition process? How do you slide that? How do you work I that in? I try to mention it once a day in <laughs> right? general. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that has to help, right? I mean, well, before we started taping, it was going on and on about Amy. I was okay, just I get scrolling it. I saw I read it. You know what? This is telling me something I did not even think about. When I audition for things, I never mention that Tina Fey came to my bridal shower. You, you should. <laughs> have to start saying that I mentioned audition. it when I auditioned that <laughs> Tina Fey went to your bridal <laughs> shower it should go like this Tina Fey came to my bridal shower okay now here's my Desdemona from okay. Othello <laughs> I don't bring it up enough I'm glad you say that she's a great person because I recently read her book I've read hers. Oh, and it's so great right it's her I actually have read hers and and Tina's mm-hmm. and I enjoyed Amy's a little more um but she just comes across as just the happiest she nicest I ha- person in the world I 
look up to her so much and I have said this on, in so many interviews and podcasts that I I just like I'm not even embarrassed if she ever hears it because I just she is comedically and socially and spiritually just everything I want to be she's a lovely person and the whole set of Parks and Rec like from the cast crew everyone was like so amazing because she set the tone of like mm. just keeping it like a family and making it awesome and you hear so many stories of these great shows that we love that are funny and how the sets were just nightmares. Mm. And I've been on sets where like you get to the makeup trailer and for example, for example, oh, I'll tell you all <laughs> there, but like where they're like bitching about another, the lighting department, the lighting department is bitching about wardrobe. And oh, I'm God. like, I'm just a guest star. Like, what are you guys doing? Why is SBU so angry? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but Parks and Rec was like, everyone was like, they would go on vacations together. People on the crew, wow. like they were just good people. And that reads on the show you watch. Too. Oh yeah. And also it's a show that like, I, unlike other shows that like I love, but also like my parents love, like it's doesn't go for the cheap joke, and it's always yeah. like it's a heartwarming show. Guys, it's great. <laughs> right, I was really grateful for that. Bart, job. go ahead and ask your questions about the other guys. Well, just oh, what yeah. was? Well, no, I want to know first the dirt on the sets that you were working on. No comment. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Adam, McKay. other guys, I ha I was on for one day. Oh, okay. Um, which was very fun, and I played a reporter, which is funny because I also played a reporter on Parks and Rec. I think it's my jam. Yeah. Um, Tyler Negron played mailman all the time, so you know, there you go. You find your groove <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it was super fun. They, I shot on a green screen because I was just doing oh. an insert shot of uh, of me being a reporter. You're on the but, steps of something, right? But you're in front of a building. I thought in that scene. I think I'm in front of. I think I'm like in, they put me in a studio, but when I was oh, shooting okay. it, it was just on a green screen. Gotcha. But then there was another green screen shooting at the same time that had Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell in the car that was turning up, flipping uh, upside down. Uh, so I got to watch that the whole time, which was kind of cool. cool. Um, and I did work with Will Ferrell on a funnier die shoot, which was really fun. Not on a movie, but on oh, a funnier okay. die shoot. Were you directed by Adam McKay? Uh, no, I was direct. direct well, no, I was directed in the movie um, by Chris Henchy. Do you know Chris? Oh, Henchy? I know Chris yes. Henchy. Oh, this guy knows Chris. Yeah, I, Chris Henchy. He's Henchy's a delight. To, he to look at him, you wouldn't know it. Right? <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. Right, to look at Chris Henchy, he looks like he's angry about something. Yeah, he looks all like he wants to kick time. your ass. He does. I used to work at this place called the the, the Office, and he would come in and write, and so would Brooke. And we had this Chris Brooke uh, Shields Brooke, guys. Yeah, so Brooke, he's on a first name basis, but he means Brooke Shields. Sorry, if I thought everyone world, knew he was Brooke. married to Brooke Shields, and so he would come so it's not in. Peter Brooke. Okay, <laughs> and uh, he would write. Brooks and Doug. And and we had this 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 <laughs> gag uh, running gag for everyone that worked there. We had a log called "What is Chris Henchy." She thinking, because <laughs> so, he would sit there with this. this Did scowl. you ever show it to him? No, oh, I never talked to the guy. He scared the crap out of me. But so the, the the joke was, if Chris was in that day, you'd have to write down for the next person working what Chris Henchy was thinking. So when they come in and see him, they would read the thing and just have that thought in their mind. It was pretty funny. He was a, he was a, a nice guy. He is, but you're thirty right. feet away. Yeah, he looks like he oh, looks like he looks angry, he's gonna kill but you. He's not. Yeah. He's a delight. Yeah. Can you believe Adam McKay is could win an Oscar? Oh, that's, that's crazy! Right? Yeah, nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, did you see did you, Big Short? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna get mean, to that later. Because I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. You know, it's so weird that that would seem strange. It's actually quite hard to direct comedies, Hollywood. So uh, you know, like <laughs> it, this is not this is not a comedy. I, I from what I gather, it, it's funny, but it's it not does a have comedy. funny moments. Yeah, it really does. But 
the point is, like, he's obviously a great director yep. because his comedies are so good. But it's so funny. That's just right, so, right. Like White Hollywood never like, goes, oh, oh, comedy director. Why well, anybody can do that? Well, no, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> Very clearly, they can't. I was really proud of the fact that we we do this thing called Rotaflix, which is a. Um, fantasy football for movies and I needed a better director than the one I had because the guy from Carol is just not winning. So I went out and got Adam McKay and it felt good to be like drafting Adam McKay. He was still available? Yeah, well no one knew. So I was able to slide nice. in and grab him. Nice. Nice. He had a late push but he got a DJ nomination yeah. and an Oscar nomination. Like How much you got riding on that pool? Luckily nothing, but I'm in third place. I'm going to beat you it's all for nothing pride. else. I'm so close. What place are you in? I'm in first. Well, you're in second. I had a good. You were uh, first, almost. In I had second. a good Golden Globes. Yeah. Or was it Critics' <laughs> Choice? One of I those. don't know, but Sylvester Stallone is, is winning me all sorts of points. How DJ great is that? that? No. 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 It's only five major Get awards. This. We only have two left. This makes me crazy. The act sag, uh, sag the Screen Actors Guild. The Saggies. We the call saggies them the Saggies. Did not nominate <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. It's also the underwear. What is that about? Yeah, He's the, good in that movie, award, and don't be so stuck up. Let There's me no tell you something. To any of the don't, awards this year. Yeah, don't put any energy into award shows <laughs> <laughs> because they're <laughs> usually just BS. <laughs> That's such a bunch. Well, of what does Amy, Amy says? It talks about in her book, right? She talks yeah, about the pudding. She does talk. You about You don't the want the pudding. You don't want to think about the pudding, but then you want the pudding. You, you gotta want have it. The of course, you want it. I just want Sylvester Stallone to win so I can beat Paul. I, <laughs> <laughs> Forget about capping a career, an icon's <laughs> career. No, no, no. You no. beat me. That's what you want to do. Yeah, fine. So, what other movies? Have you done other other guys? I mentioned the wedding movies. Pact. The wedding pact was an improvised uh, movie that was a lot of fun. Uh, improvised movies are wait, that was improvised. Yeah, Hillary Duff improvised. Um, oh no, Isn't I'm thinking. I'm sorry, I'm oh. thinking of another movie that oh, okay. the title kept changing Which on. One? Uh, oh, gotcha. The the best best man, but then it was changed to the May the best man win. Another um, wedding movie. My bad. Gotcha. Um, Maybe that's which your was jam. improvised. That's a rare yeah, that's my the jam. improvised movie. Uh, it is. It's hard to pull off yeah. because, as you know, America, movies are shot out of order. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to get consistency. Mm. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Well, the Duplass brothers shoot theirs in order so that they can take yeah. more advantage of the Have you guys seen Tangerine? Speaking of Duplass. I have to see that. I hear that's, that's fantastic. shot on an iPhone movie, right? Shot on an iPhone. Mm -hmm. It is so good. It's about uh, transsexual prostitutes. In Los Angeles, which yeah. it's cool to watch if you live in LA. Yeah, because it's down like, on Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. You're like that's where everything is. I it's wait awesome. for buses on that street all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Intersection is Hollywood, Hollywood, or I, Highland and uh, La Brea. Exactly. Right? That's the area oh, okay. where Hugh Grant. That is where up. I'd shoot one. Oh, somebody in that area. Uh, it's either Hugh Grant or Eddie Murphy. Somebody was doing. What was the? Hugh that's where Hugh Grant Desiree picked Brown up Eddie Murphy or something. I recommend that movie. I thought it was going to be. Uh, very sad and intense, but it was like kind of warm Exuberant, hearted right? in a weird it's way. It's not a documentary. It's a no, narrative. It feels it, it feels it real. Like okay, oh, that's yeah. cool. because I thought some Classic. of the actors or the people. I thought some of the people in it were actual prostitutes from the street. Um, I know that uh, they got the two leads from the LGBT community. They found okay. them there at cool. the, the community center, and they have very little acting. Experience. That's what I'm talking. About. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's um, what I heard. But they're it's amazing. I highly recommend it. No, wasn't the wasn't one of the Actors black or, but the two leads are black. And see, so no, not, there's another, there's a misnomination yeah, too. Considering like that Sundance and plenty of agreed. other places, You're right, but true. that it deserves a nomination. Them. Also, the fact that it was shot on iPhones is yeah. just yeah. amazing. Did it, I mean, Indie Spirit Award, obviously, right? Something Probably, like yeah, because yeah. there was a bunch of buzz on it, and then of course Oscars, yeah, gave it nothing. Oscars, yeah, but I thought guys, the actors, I thought would would. Ever since Gwyneth Paltrow won an Oscar for 
Shakespeare in Love when she can't even do a British accent. I'm like, I'm out, guys. I'm out. <laughs> the Oscar movies are all the same movie. I've been watching a bunch of them back to back to back, and Brooklyn is the same movie as Room. It's just all the They're same important feel. True stories yes, I think it's that important, heartbreak. and then there's lots of sadness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I love that the that the Oscars rebelled against that last year and made Birdman Best Picture. Right. They, like, yeah, that yeah. was a great film. Yeah, like no matter how many or Boyhood movies, or Whiplash or Whiplash. Oh, well, the great. You had a pick of, of odd That's movies. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah, these movies are all very similar. Wait, but Room didn't rock you. It was good. I did like it a lot, but oh. something about it. I was I still that, not as compelled as I was by Spotlight. I haven't seen Spotlight it's yet. It's really good. But Room was like, w- Room is still like haunting me. Mm-hmm, that's I can't true. You get still it out think of my about head. it. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn, you don't. But there's nothing wrong with Brooklyn, but it's a January movie. Wait, I think yeah, we've yeah, moved yeah. into. Uh-oh. What did you see this week? What did you see this week? Yeah. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you, Adam Pascal. <laughs> Thank you, Leah. That was cool. Uh, so, yeah, what did you see this well, week? Well, I saw, saw Star Wars in 4D, oh, yes. <laughs> which is so fun. How fun is that Star Wars? I mean, even if you're visiting L.A., I recommend going to that theater. It's a, it's cool. fun. Uh, it's like going to an amusement park for movies. It really is. It's so fun. Uh, and then I watched Room. I watched Room twice, which I oh, should wow. not have done. It is wow. not a movie to watch is that for twice. Is rental right now? Did you rent it? Uh, I got screeners. Oh, screeners. Right. Hello. Screeners up in here. You know what? I, I do have to be careful because Room must be an amazing movie because I was watching it while my dog was having eye surgery. So I was I'm already very concerned about your dog. Do you really want to tell the, sto- tell the story? My poor doggy, his eyes stopped making tears so they had to take his eye out. Oh. It was horrifying. That seems a little drastic. Well, it seems we, happy. for a month no are making tears, right. but it's actually quite sad. For a month and a half, the poor guy, been, he'd been scratching and irritating oh. it, and we had to give him medicine every two hours, so he had to wear a cone, and it was awful, and it wasn't Once getting better. Once it's out, though, they, they figure out a way. Oh, yeah, this guy. Dogs have not, two states of being. Yes. They're either happy or sad. There's no, like, He was just never like sad, bum, either. He right? totally bounced right back. But oh. the thing is, I was so concerned about him, and I was worried, and, and I knew what time the surgery was going to start, and I'm like, I need something to keep me away from thinking about this, so I put in room... <laughs> And I need something it, to lift my spirit while my dog's like, eye is being gouged out. <laughs> but it did, though. I mean, it was really compelling. It's kind of like The Great Escape at one point. It's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. It is. Ex- oh, yeah. my gosh. That scene yeah. where you're like, I was literally like, run, kid, run. I was like yelling at the It's kind screen. of an action adventure for a second. Man, it's. I highly recommend that movie. And the acting was amazing. I'm behind. I haven't seen all the... I, I, was, at, yeah. I was in Detroit for two weeks with work, and I haven't seen... All the single. Oh, word they don't have movie movies. theaters in Detroit. Apparently not. <laughs> he brought his screeners with him, but he was all busy. No, no, the whole yeah. city's closed down. Haven't you heard? However, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell us my story about how just HBO would come on and I'd just kind of leave it on. So, because you do hey, that, for HBO. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Working girl. Well, there's two hours. <laughs> so, all the single word movies I haven't seen: Room, Brooklyn, Spotlight. And have you seen Tree? Uh, <laughs> have you seen Carol? Is it Carol? Carol and Carol. I haven't seen yeah. Carol. Seen, I would like to see that. Carol is good. I really enjoyed Carol, but I saw it after I saw The Danish Girl, and the stories are very similar. It is. So uh, I was see, like, there you go. There's all your. I kind of was like not really into Carol because I just seen The Danish. The What's, Danish Girl. I. I mean, I know he won last year. Eddie Redmayne won last year. He did a year, great right? job. Yeah. He, yeah. He deserves to win again. Like that, he did an amazing job in that movie, and it, you get to see his ding dong. It's a ding dong. Really? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. It's soft. So wait, but the you titles see light? it. <laughs> um, that movie also Not is the girl. same as Brooklyn. You just kind of yeah. watch it and you go, okay. Mm. Yeah, Carol. Mm. I was like, this is a beautiful movie. Uh, but what I is wasn't. Carol? Is that Todd Haynes? Yeah. Yes, and he's not winning any awards. 
I'm just saying. But he's very important, I've heard. Very important. He was nominated. I got points for that. He just isn't winning. Did you see Steve Jobs or Screener Girl? I that was great. Got the screener. Um, I auditioned for that. I'm still waiting to hear if I got it. Oh, good <laughs> luck. Fingers crossed. I don't so... remember seeing you in it. I just want you to know. Okay, that's Sorry. all right. Well, maybe you turned away. I don't I, know. I might have um, stopped paying attention. Uh, Jeff I Daniels have not, got your part. Yeah, I have not watched it yet. No, there's. <clears> you know how it is. After a while, they start to feel like homework. Yeah. And you're like, mm. yeah. I gotta yeah. watch all these screeners. That is a hell of a movie. I love it. Yeah, it was good. And I thought it got shorted. And did you time. watch the Ashton Kutcher one? No. no. Okay. No, but no, Danny Boyle can make a movie. I mean, this thing is kinetic. Right. It's shot out of a cannon. You know, he he just shoots and edits the hell out of it. He really is such an auteur. Yeah, yeah he it's, just, it's, his and, and Sorkin. I mean, is it's a work. You, you just you're sweaty when it when it's over and. They're, the exhale. It's like, good <laughs> God, it was a workout. All right, I'll watch it. Yeah. Did well. we cover? So I just, I'm pissed because no screenplay nomination, no editing nomination. Like, there was a whole bunch of great parts of that hey, movie that just got passed over. No, big snub. Uh, and just because it didn't make money does not mean the best production design of the year. Uh, costumes. <laughs> I heard the production designer was a black guy. Man from Uncle. That's why I didn't yeah. get it. Score. Oh really? My God. Is this a bit score? or is this real? No, this is it. real. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Holy I crap! Seen it. <laughs> the best costumes, it does look cinematography, good. and and uh, score. Was Kingsman this year? Yeah, production design. That should have been nominated. That was what a great got, movie. What like sound? What about like Fury Road? Did that get a sound? I yeah. think that yeah. actually yeah. get a, a sound, lot of nominations. Sound right? design, yeah. Because that was pretty intense. There was something else I watched, and I was like, "Whoa, the editing was crazy." And now I'm blanking on what it was. What's interesting is you mentioned the Kingsman mm-hmm. because of Man from Uncle is very similar yeah. to Kingsman in that they're both James Bond movies. Now, yeah. Spectre also came out this year and also Spy. What would you say should be nominated for Best James Bond Movie of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Man from Uncle. I'm going to go with Spy because it stars a woman. Spy was great. I didn't see Spectre, but I heard it was subpar. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. You liked it? Do you okay. like James Bond movies? I, I'm not like a fanatic. but Okay, but you'll yeah, like it then. Because yeah, yeah. it's a I really like James Bondy, J- Daniel Craig movie. I like uh, action movies in general. There is a layer in a basically a volcano. And so, okay. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my favorite. A layer? And uh, well, I was going to say my favorite action movie franchise, but I might be tied. It might be Die Hard and Mission Impossible. Mm. Mission Impossible movies. Let me tell you something about Tom Cruise. Thank oh. you. Please. Oh. Here we go. Please have the floor. Let me You're tell you something. Speaking the language. He of is an insane person. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Don't but care. But he is a goddamn movie star. Thank you. He Thank is you. a movie star. He is very good at his job. That's Don't care so, what he's like. That scene in the last Mission Impossible where he does his own stunt holding onto the side of a uh, jet yeah. as it is taking off. Not only did I applaud, but I yelled at everyone in the theater for not applauding. (laughs) Because I was like, can you do that? Are you not satisfied? These people are just like, eating their popcorn. I'm like, this man just hung off of a jet. (laughs) (laughs) What star does that? Nobody. No star does that. So what is your favorite Tom Cruise movie? Uh, I love the Dubai one. Oh, Ghost really? Protocol? No, but yeah. you can pick from all his movies, not just his Mission Impossible movies. Night I mean, that was a... Did you I see do, Night and Day? I didn't see Night and oh, Day. That's a good one. I didn't one of my see favorite Night and sleeper Day. Tom Cruise yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jack Reacher, you can say Jack Reacher is your favorite movie. I, I enjoyed... What was the... Uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Is that what Oh, yeah. Oh, I really enjoyed that. that. Yep. I was very angry at that kiss at the end. Oh, wow. Because I was like, here we have a strong female character who is mm. not at all a romantic lead, and then you got to throw in a kiss, Hollywood. They always I was do. very annoyed hey. at that. 
I'm kissing Tom Cruise if I'm on screen with him. So. But they've known each other. In her mind, they've known each other for a day. Because the day keeps starting over. So why is she kissing him? She just known him for a day and she's a soldier? No. Yeah. Not happening. Okay. Nice try. But you got to say, if you uh, find yourself able to Groundhog Day, and then you meet someone else who's able to Groundhog Day, you got a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. That's not that, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that common. That's true. <laughs> we might as well kiss because we're resetting. Um, <laughs> my f- I mean, I love Top Gun. Oh wow! You're going way back. Well uh, done. I love. I mean, favorite. Yeah, Tom Cruise movie of all time. Yeah, yeah the vol- uh, playing with the boys. <laughs> How epic is that? That was great. I sang that once. So I got kicked out of karaoke for singing. <laughs> and sang, rightly and so. I sang Danger Zone. I got kicked out for doing that. Were you only doing Tom Cruise? Well, basically, <laughs> you get kicked out after two logins attempts. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. That's for Bart. That one's for Bart, oh, ladies. From the writer of the joke, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about uh, the big short last week or two weeks ago? No, so bring it up. Uh, I, I, think loved I, might, I think it brought it up with the uh, yeah. I think Jason had seen it. Yeah. our guest previously. We talked it. about it a bit. It was, I like that movie a lot. I love how angry Steve Carell's character is. <laughs> he did a constantly. great job. He did He's, a great job. I could have done without the, the you know the okay. So those little interstitials where they explain. I thought they were hilarious. Things. I thought they explain were great. Me, I don't know. Um, there's little interstitials where they break the fourth wall and okay. they'll be like, okay, awesome. do you want to know what a Love derivative it. is? And then they explain Hi, Here's Selena family. Gomez. Right. Here's Selena Gomez playing blackjack. And it'll be like a famous person doing it. I was a oh, little okay. annoyed that all the people doing it were either like smart men or like sexy women, like women like in a bubble bath. And I'm like, can we get also like a smart woman? To no, you have to be annoyed by that <laughs> because it's total pandering on purpose yes. to show you how dumb you are. Yes. And I love that. I, I know, thought that was but just it was, a, that was a bit much where I was like, here's your one up. This is a true story. So we can't cast women in it because they're it's based on these men who had this the story happened to but there that was their opportunity to like do something right and they didn't which annoyed uh, me I mean, Elizabeth As a Warren woman. could have come out I suppose <laughs> oh yeah it would have been yeah. yeah it would have been great yeah yeah and it's like all right so but I, enjoyed I enjoyed it and I learned a lot Oh, learned how screwed we were and how screwed we're going to be. Yes, They're doing yes. it again. It's, it is happening again. They've literally just called it something else. Mm-hmm. I, oh, my God. They, they rename yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's Ugh. horrifying. And I'm also in the process right now of buying a, a condo. So it was Don't probably it. not the best Don't time for it. me to watch that movie. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? Well, you know, it's funny because back in 2005, I was actually in the market to buy a house. And I, I was in a relationship oh, at the God time. Thank God you didn't, though. Well, I was the one that kept saying, I'm not spending $600,000 on 1,200 square feet. I can get into the big exp- explanation as to why I didn't want to do this, but basically everyone was taking out two mortgages. Everyone was doing interest only. You knew the interest was going up. If all you can afford now is the interest, what happens when it goes up? You're not going to be able to afford the house anymore. And I remember turning to the woman I was with and I said, if there was a way I could bet against this market... And I had no idea what I was saying at the time. Now, of course, yep. I couldn't have done that because what you realize in the movie is that they invent a way yeah. to bet against this market because the banks are so freaking smug that they th- that they think this is a sucker's bet coming to them, right? They're like, oh, uh, yeah. Michael Burr, you want to bet against the market? You know what? Um, you can't do that, but we're going to let you do that through this uh, mechanism that we're going to create for you. And they all thought it was a sucker's bet. I had no idea that you know these things... Existed. I didn't know it existed either. It but was so educational I predicted and it. well done. And uh, well like, acted oh, yeah. and had really funny moments. I thought it was brilliantly done. Brad Pitt's character seemed a little shoehorned in. I wasn't too sure... What, yeah, I mean, it didn't. They, he didn't connect to anyone else. Yeah, really, and he but was the producer. He, of the he, movie, he didn't so. want to. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want <laughs> that to. That dude yeah. was removed, and he, and he, I think he regretted getting involved again, even though everybody made money. <laughs> and not the movie I expected. That's for you, Adam. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> because um, because it's actually the story of 
four or five different people. The the yes. pre- the preview kind of gives you the impression that they're all working together. Agreed. It's it's oh, okay. four or five different people that all saw the same thing at the same time. It's worth saying. It's really yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, I'm an really well done. Fans, yeah. And I love that he's now being nominated for stuff. It's huge. It's a, and also, I love the style because you know Adam McKay was uh, he directed Pinata Full of Bees mm-hmm. at the Second City, very famous show where they would break the fourth wall. They would do all this radical stuff. So I even loved it just in Anchorman when the uh, characters we each look at the camera and say, hi, I'm Brick Tamlin. You know, years from now, I will find out that I am mentally retarded or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's such a Second City move in a mainstream movie. So it's cool to hear it's it, that's he maintains that style of, yeah. you know. But there's yeah. another movie that's shot and edited to death. It's great. Yeah. You know, it just, awesome. yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't slow down. Cool. The only thing I'll argue against uh, Paul is I don't know if it was meant to show how stupid we are to have her in the bubble bath. I, because I have another friend at work that said the same thing. This is this is pandering for the sake of pandering and kind of like to explain to you how stupid you are that we're going to show. And she was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Like I'm blanking on her name, the blonde, the hot Margot blonde. Robbie. Thank yeah, in a hot tub explaining something. I just, oh, I, when I saw it in the moment, I just appreciated it for the juxtaposition of what was happening. Like, because here are these people that are trying to explain the most complicated thing. So in order for you to yeah. listen to it, because it's dry, boring, horrible stuff that is so important, but because it's so dry, boring, and horrible, you're going to miss the point. So we're going to give you something to look at to hold your attention, because you need to hear what we're telling you. Right, but you have a penis. I am a straight uh, woman. Oh, so you wanted some penis. Well, it's not that I want to look at penis. It's just like, listen, if that's like... You're right. Every you time I watch a movie, time. I'm just like, within the first 10 minutes now, it's just like tits. And I'm like, stop. Everybody stop. This is getting to a point where it is out of control. I have seen tits the in men movies are in getting, 15 years. What are you talking the about? The men are getting <laughs> older. The women are getting movies. younger. <laughs> and it's happening with comedies. It's happening. And I'm just like, oh, this is really dangerous for young women. You it's say tits really like dangerous. it's a bad thing? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Paul, these headsets just, are not working. It's too It's too much. Sorry to get political on you guys. I told you I was going to get political. <laughs> yeah, keep Boop, it on Instagram, girls. Talk really political. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs. We need an even playing field. And the playing field is not even. Even. I don't it's mind very that. Very curvy. I don't mind that. But Karen made a comment about Trainwreck, and 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 one of the many brilliant things about Trainwreck is that it is a classic story, yes. literally mm-hmm. told from a woman's point of view, yeah. or, or as a, and it works brilliantly, right? Yeah. yeah. They swap the basically swap the roles. The Lothario. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, totally. And she's every bit as endearing as a Matthew McConaughey character would have been. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it worked on so That's many. That's the thing. It can be done, but it's just not being done enough. No. But she is a saint. <laughs> well, Melissa McCarthy. Time is ticking, so you want to talk about uh, The Martian. So yeah, I saw it. Because I, I saw it on a plane. That was the second time I saw it. Oh. Um, I just wasn't blown away. It's it's uh, Castaway in Space, right? That's all it is. Yeah, but you've never seen that, seen that before, right? Well, Gravity, right? With uh, no. Yeah. No. Did you like it? Well, I loved it, yeah. I, uh, I think I, Ridley Scott should have been nominated. He wasn't. There's I another. didn't see it. I read half the book. Oh, wow. You actually read it. I read half of it, and then I got annoyed because like the jokes in it were not funny. He kept making like it's, cheesy jokes. It's and, a and comedy I was like, movie. I don't know where you're coming from. <laughs> and then when I heard it was a comedy, Clearly. I'm like, what? Is pee drinking? <laughs> <laughs> There's pee drinking. There's, There's poo- no pee, po- pee drinking. I know. There's pooey. It's oh, a yeah, full-on survival story. But I would story. see it. I think it's great. I think it's I worth seeing. See it. It's definitely worth I saw it twice. I, I liked Matt it is very Damon funny. before he came out as a racist sexist. I liked him. Who? Who? Matt Damon. Oh, is he a racist? And sexist? He's just a little misinformed. Oh. You got to watch some, uh, a... oh, some for... clips from Project Greenlight. Yeah. He really puts oh, his foot in his right. mouth. Oh, that's right. We played some of those. Yeah. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not very well informed. Mm. 
But before that, I did like him. Well, <laughs> shirtless in it. At least you got that going. How's for he you. look? Uh, at the beginning's very hunky. Oh. Yeah, then Towards he gets the less end, he gets hunky because he gets really skinny. Yeah, like two years on Mars, yeah. he's very skinny. <laughs> and is he good in it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I find him insanely charming. I I think he's a he's you know a couple levels below Tom Cruise, but uh, I'll always watch him. Well, there's a great conceit in the film where he's leaving a log, you know, for whatever whoever yeah. may find him. So he's always talking to camera or talking to somebody. So he always gets to have charm and let you know what's going on because he's telling the log. So and he does it, and he's funny a lot. Because the book is written, his part of the book is written like the log. It is the log. Yeah. Um, so they do that to camera, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, here and, and not, you know, both. But they have right. that option if he wants to. When he says something serious, he can just look right I'd down see the barrel. It. Do you think it's nomination worthy? I think so. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would well, here's rather the thing. watch that than Brooklyn. Yeah, don't be, here's the thing that people will mistake, like the Academy sometimes. It's entertaining. Yeah, as yeah, hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's super entertaining, and it's a story that and we don't good. see all the time. So it's oh, not, not another. Yeah. it's not another <laughs> version of a girl coming of age and then having to f- make decisions about what her she, boobs. If she's gonna <laughs> go with this man she loves or that man she loves. But I'm like those movies. Again. It is intriguing. Like I do want to see how they do it. Like Castaway. What it that's was intriguing. Really intriguing. You're yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see how I'm gonna get through a movie with one, basically one actor. But that's that's why this is actually very different than that. It's not I Am Legend or yeah, any of those true. because right. there's a whole team trying to rescue him. So right. you got Jeff Daniels uh, down on the ground and Sean right. Bean and and uh, and a Kristen Donald Wiig, Glover. of course, because we couldn't have cast you know Allison in that part or someone else who could use a job. I don't even know that in a right? tiny part. In a yeah, in a part that any that's why it's a comedy. Yeah, that's not a comedy. Funny? <laughs> Is Donald Glover funny? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. It's weird and, when they put him in movies and he's not funny. And so then there's, there's Same, those Kristen people. Wiig isn't funny. Plus there's a whole bunch of people on that were on his crew who've left and left him behind, mm-hmm. thought he was dead. Right. So they're dealing now with his death or his coming mm-hmm, back to mm-hmm. life. So there's a whole bunch of stories being spun around and it's all handled well time-wise. You know? Oh, and your uh, boyfriend, Jeff Daniels, is that who it is? Yeah. He's in it. He's very serious. He's very serious. He's serious, serious in this too. He's, he's, a, very ahead, serious he's ahead of man, NASA. Guys. He's ahead of very NASA. Serious. Hey, uh, uh, quick shout out to the movie Sisters. Did anybody in this room loved see it? Loved it. How great is that? Loved it. I now, mean, speaking that of Amy Poehler and Tina, I want to see yeah. it so bad, and, and I haven't Ike, seen it yet. It is fantastic. Oh, right. Ike is gorgeous, and that is the movie. craziest thing that ever oh happened. God. Is Ike Barinholtz, friend of the show, gorgeous? Is the male love interest? I know Ike. Uh, and his brother. Uh, yes. both they both have been on our show. They both been on our show. Oh, right. have they? I they love them cool. both. But. Ike has a romantic leading man sunset shirtless kiss. <laughs> it's amazing. And I, I could never it. have seen that for his career, and it was awesome. It he was has amazing. a doggy in the movie. Um, mashed, mashed potato. Mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But, man, just talk about a, a cast that will not do the easy joke at all. No, you could good. tell if the easy joke ended up in there anywhere, it was cut out. They just went. And and everything is imp- is that improviser yeah, next level. Yeah, that improviser next level. They, they and 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 three of those jokes. They were just you know more and more and more. It's just there's a hundred. I also thought thousand jokes in that movie. It was kind of neat because that movie I did not expect it to go where it went. And it started out True, where they're yeah. gonna throw this party and they're all gonna be like they were in high school, and that's great. But then they realize, you know, maybe it's not great to be like you were in high school. Yeah. Maybe it's okay to be a forty year old. Yeah. Maybe it's okay to get tired and be smart. And- <laughs> Drink maybe one glass of wine and be done. And it was really interesting to watch it go, oh, these people actually being okay with having gotten older. <laughs> it was yeah. shocking. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty cool. But that the progression of that party, which is about a 30-minute... Uh, it's the last act yeah. of just oh, that party. Yeah. That's it. These children of the 80s get to have the John Hughes yeah, party. They yeah, they have so party. satisfying. Yeah. You know? But what's so funny, the first people to show up are all the, their 40-year-old yeah. friends, and they have the most boring party, and they're like, oh, man, adults are so boring. But then people start showing up, and it starts getting out of hand. Uh, there's also a great reference for anybody who's taken an improv class. Bobby Moynihan plays... A guy we've all taken a class with who's like, yes! Mr. Bitmeister, oh. everything's a jokey, jokey, <laughs> yeah. joke, joke, joke. He will not stop and trying to be funny. And he ends up doing meth, that was so <laughs> which funny. is the funny thing you could do to a character <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so let's ask you before you go, every uh, well, before we wrap, um, the your favorite movie of all time. Ooh. Okay. Can, disclaimer. I, it's kind of a tie, but they're two very different movies. Your Highness? That's... Your Highness. <laughs> and your and your neck. Uh, one is your shirt, Empire Strikes Back. <gasps> oh, the greatest. Not the first Which time Which I think mentioned. is the greatest movie of all time. Of all time. But it's just a perfect film. Um, but like my favorite that has just has a soft spot in my heart is Wes Anderson's Bottle Rocket. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, nice. I love Wes Anderson. It was his first feature film when Black he had... White. No, no, it's not black and white. It's not black and white. No, no. the short they made. Sorry. There, yes, they did make a, a short that was black and yeah, white. You're right. You're right. Short, um, but yeah, it was. They had no budget, and uh, my dog's name is Dignan after ah, that movie. Yeah. So yeah, it's my. I just I've seen it a That's million a times, and every time it is a good dog name, yeah. right? Every time I see it, I notice a new joke, and it's just it's a Dignan, beautiful, a beautiful movie. Yeah. Is that we have a thing called movie jail here? If you haven't seen a movie. A certain movie by now, movie jail. Like if you haven't seen Shawshank, you're a movie jail. Right, right, right. I haven't seen Bottle Rock. Is that movie jail worthy? I don't think so. No, don't because know. it's too fringy, right? Uh, yeah, if it was Rushmore, I would agree. Yeah. Rushmore, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Um, Do you have a movie jail movie? I mean, Star Wars. Come on. Wait. No, 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 I mean, no, oh, do I have yeah, one? Yeah, one you haven't saying, seen. Well, oh, I'm if, saying for the world if they haven't well, seen Star I have Top Gun. Didn't I haven't seen Top Gun. You haven't seen Top Gun? I need to see that. I did see, I will say that I saw Godfather pretty late in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw Godfather maybe like five years ago. Me too. And I remember like calling everyone going, guys, this is like really good. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's one of the best. I'm like, no, 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 it's like really good. That, that, the problem was they have the new remastered version on HBO. So that was killing time in my mm. in my hotel room. Yeah. That was yeah. just always on whatever I was doing in the hotel room. I'm sure I have a movie jail movie. I just, I mean, we all have them, right? I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Soylent oh, Green? Uh, it's probably Soylent Green. Sunset right? Boulevard. That's I've never seen Sunset Boulevard. That just Boulevard. came up a conversation recently. Never I've Sunset never seen Boulevard. that. I think that's a movie jail Well, movie. I went down as far as I could go until I haven't seen anything in the AFI Top 100 okay. I, until he hit High Noon. So that's, But I don't know if that's... <gasps> High Noon's done in real time. Yeah. Cowboy movie. It yeah. is? Yeah, it's shot in real time. It, it's a, it takes place between 10 a.m. Oh. and noon, and it takes two hours to watch that movie. And uh, it's a great drinking game. Drink every time someone packs up to leave town. That is the most <laughs> cowardly town you've ever seen. <laughs> hey, I'd like to help, but I'm leaving. <laughs> Everybody's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Yellowtown. All right, Karen, let's go out in All the right. epic fashion with her <laughs> weekly look at the birthdays of those who make the movies. It's Karen's birthdays. Hey! Bye-bye. All right, let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Mr. Patton Oswalt. Oh, He's turning 46, but he can play anywhere from being short-framed and having a high-pitched voice to playing oh. the voice of a mouse. Oh, he can also do lesbian very well. Oh, it was I'm a sure. rat. Oh, it was rat. a rat. rat. Mm. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. That was a great movie. I think that's that my favorite movie. movie he's been in. That is probably <laughs> the only one that I know he's been in. <laughs> Has he been in? What about a, a, a young adult? Big, big, big I didn't young see adult. Young Adult. <laughs> is that great? 
It's way better than you think it's going to be. Oh, it I really like that. rips at you. I definitely Wait a like that. What, what? That is the. Charlize Theron. She goes back home. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. That's yes. cool. It's, it's really. Rapidly. I thought it was like going to be a silly movie, and it's really about depression, and it's really intense, oh. and I recommend it. <laughs> well, if it's about depression, I'm oh, in. Go Sounds like a blast. <laughs> Sign me up. So, Pat does a lot of work. Apparently, right now, I haven't seen the Goldbergs, but he's a narrator on there, and he's oh, also yeah. on tons of drunk history. Have you seen drunk history? Oh, oh the best. Only amazing. So, um, because we all are huge fans, I thought I'd have a little quiz. I'm going to name a movie and all you have to do is say yes or no to whether or not Pat Oswalt has been in the movie. Ah, now, he makes it, a lot of appearances. It makes a lot of appearances. It may be a small part. Voices. He does do voices. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start easy. Starsky and Hutch, the remake. Not, yes. You know, the TV show. <gasps> Anybody? No. Anybody? No. I'll I go saw it, but I don't remember. But ah. yes. yes. I've seen it a couple times. I don't think so. You guys who said yes are correct. <laughs> he was in that. Really? You know, it seems like he'd be in it, but then it seems like he wouldn't be yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those <laughs> yeah, movies. You're absolutely right. Okay, let's try another one. How about this one? Zoolander. No. Ooh. Could go either way, right? Yeah. Think about Could. it. Could, but because it, it seems like everybody's in Zoolander. Right? right? Like everybody's yeah. in that movie. Yeah. And also, you'd know I'd be trying to trick you. So. Oh, I'm going to say no. no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no to. And it's yes. Oh. It was in Zoolander. I know. Uh, uh, it's, that's it's, not a movie jail movie because I have not seen that. All right, here's a tricky one Magnolia. Yes, yes he is. I'm going to say yes because yes. you said it's That was on in HBO too. Yes, he's on. He's in Magnolia. Yeah. It's crazy times. Really? Cable guy. No. God, it seems like he would be because it's just everybody's in that movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> is I there recently a rewatched it. Did you? Is yeah. there a scene Amazing. where somebody goes to rent a video? Because he's always behind the counter at a video store. <laughs> or a gun shop. Like, he does lot. good counter guy. No, he wasn't in Cable Guy. How about Man on the Moon? Didn't see it. Wait, that's the Andy Kaufman bio? Mm-hmm. Biopic? Biopic. Um, oh, I did see that. No, he's not. He in was in that. He what? was? Yes. Here's a tricky one. Dodgeball. Yes. No, he was in Balls of Fury. Oh, <laughs> That's what you were thinking. That's what you were thinking of. You That's were thinking Balls of Fury. And lastly, <laughs> yeah. Adam, Adam, this is for you. Yes. Was he in Blade Trinity? In Trinity. No. He was. What? I don't know why. I must have got distracted <laughs> by all the Ryan Reynolds. I think you might have. I don't know. That's just fun to think about. Next time you see him in a movie, you'll be like, He's in this. This is so strange. <laughs> that is a superhero movie I have seen only once. Oh, that's why you didn't that's know. That's your jam? Is. Superhero movies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you oh. excited for Batman vs. Superman? Can, uh, oh, yeah. Allison, Allison, we do not have time. Oh, we do not have time. <laughs> you do not have time. Let's celebrate <laughs> our next birthday time. boy, Mr. Will Poulter. Is that how you said? Poulter? Will Poulter, yeah. Yeah, I just brought him up. He turns 23. He's just a little baby kitty. Oh, yeah, wow. he can play anywhere from a juvenile to a delinquent. I don't know who he is. He is the guy who played. Child. He's just a little is child guy. He was. Two? He was in that. the Revenant. He was one of the guys that is out there. Um, did you see Revenant? No. Okay, he's let's try bear. this. He's in Where the Millers. He plays the young oh, son. He's great. He's really oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. British in real life. Isn't yes, he? he is. He's British and he's a really nice guy. Because I looked him up after Lincoln. Where the Millers and I was he's like, this so kid is so funny. Wait, and he's the fake fake Matt Damon, right? Yes. He's good. He looks like the kid that looks like Matt Damon. Yes, he's not the fake Matt. Damon, he's, he's the other one. He's fake, fake <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon. Right. And he is British. And he's it's crazy. fake. He fake looks Matt. like Jesse Plemons. Yes, yes he does. Who is fake, fake Matt Damon? Damon. Yes. And uh, it turns out this this guy is so lucky because he was in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. Loved him, loved him. Of course, got to work with him in Revenant. And they said uh, he says they tell you not to meet your heroes, but after my experience with Leo, I don't believe in that anymore, and I'm so grateful. And I was wondering, you guys, have you ever had heroes that you met and were either happy about it or disappointed? Anybody? I uh, just met a hero. Who did you meet? I worked intimately for two days on an edit with Howie Mandel. How'd that go? It was great. Oh, 
He was one of my easily top five comedians as a kid. I have the North American Watusi tour and Howie from Maui memorized. <laughs> and the whole time he's doing voiceover and stuff, I'm hearing all these like tones and stuff oh. that have cracked Did you me up tell for... him? No. Oh. I do not tell. I actually can answer that question tell yes me. and no. Oh, tell me why. Because uh, uh, I got to work with Penn and Teller. Oh, and yeah. oh, uh, half of them were great. The other half of them were <laughs> slightly disappointing. <laughs> I've I'll heard, let yeah. you guys figure out who was who. Right. But, uh, uh, I got to kiss John Bon Jovi on the mouth. <gasps> Shut up! Get the that is the greatest here. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It was How long really did you spend fan. in jail? Test. Oh. It was worth it. It's totally worth <laughs> it. Are you kidding? Um, I'm from New Jersey. I love John Bon Jovi. And when I was a VJ, I got to interview him. Oh, my God. And I told him on air it was my dream to make out with him. And he grabbed me. And kissed me. Oh. Oh, oh, my God. My so you should have told Howie Mandel. I guess I should. I could have made out with him. <laughs> oh, I, I got to tell you this, though. I, I, I walked the greatest tightrope tight uh, uh, performance of my life. I was on day four of a cold in a room for an entire edit session oh. with the world's most notable hypochondriac. Oh. And oh. I only coughed once. And then we had lunch, and somebody actually choked on like a piece of food, just kind of went, <clears throat> and he goes, why is everyone coughing? Oh, <laughs> SARS. Wow. It's going to you know, SARS. He's but, like ruined the antibodies on his hands from so much uh, Purell. Yeah. Wow. He's like gone overboard. But but I was like, I was like, if I, I mean, I had this horrible cough the day before, and I was like, uh, I'm so screwed, but I was so proud of myself. I took all so my So you didn't do a baba booey? Did he do this? Because that's why he doesn't shake hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course he doesn't do that. But it's funny, we were out uh, to lunch, and somebody was like, hey, recognized him? And ran up and immediately went for the handshake. I'm like, you don't know him that well. Like, you were pretty excited to meet him and you went in for the handshake? All right. You would know. Yeah. You would know. Uh, I, I love, I love it. I always have. And he is the coolest when you meet him. He was? Oh, good. Oh, that makes me fantastic. Feel As a matter of fact, I have stalked him for so long now that when we go to his shows, we get to go backstage. He's like, so Karen, how's the acting going? Like, I love this guy. He couldn't be cooler. Is he sexy in real life? Oh, my God. <laughs> Even Paul can't deal with his eyes. <laughs> and he's so he's handsome just, he's so and cool. adorable, cool. and he stares right cool. at you. Like when he looks oh, at you, you're like, he's, he's one of those. They say that's why celebrities are celebrities because, like, when you're talking to them, they're just like, yeah. it's well, all listen, about you. We, we hung out, went backstage he's for gone. one of his shows, and there were about 40 people back there. They all filtered through him and left. He looked and saw us and said, "Hey guys, have a seat." You know, like have a That's seat. Cool. Have a seat. He, so he been oh, an hour, like, and he took. He sat. We he, he sat us down, and we talked for another. Yeah, and then he just kept about. asking us questions from the last time we hung out. He's uh, got crazy memory. Oh yeah, he's good at that. Crazy. You want to be a celebrity? Remember names. He remembers person. that. He's like, remember stuff. He knew that we were in nine to five, and he's like, "How's play going?" I'm like, <laughs> "What's happening?" Friend of the show, Ron Babcock, described, was it Ron? Described oh, yeah. meeting Tom Cruise as a week-long juice cleanse. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that he's just like, tell me everything. How is your family? Just like, and you're just like, you're too nice. It's weird. You're a robot. <laughs> tell me. He's a Scientologist. Hi, I'm Tom. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom. Yes. Tom All right. Well, lastly. Uh, <laughs> yes, biggest oh, star last, in the world. Oh, go ahead. One, one more. Big, I, I forgot one little detail. Sure. Meeting Harry Mandel. I had actually worked for his company. Uh, I had worked on a pilot uh, a couple months ago. So and and I kind of was brought in the last minute and I got it turned around so that at least it was presentable to the network or whatever. So he did know me as an editor and he'd known I'd been working a few days on this when he finally came in for the session. So he actually said this phrase is the very first phrase Howie Mandel ever said to me. He goes, "Oh, hey Adam, big fan of your work." Oh! I thought that was hilarious. Oh, yeah! <laughs> 
I love it. That's I love fantastic. It. <laughs> all right, Bart, you know how much I love in celebrity saying? This is true, Allison. People stop me on the street all the time, <laughs> and they say, tell me two interesting things about that Karen mm-hmm. Volpe. And I say, well, say? the first thing I say is she is sick and tired of seeing boobs on the screen unless they're her own. <laughs> true that. True that. And secondly, yes. she loves when celebrities sing. And so I'm going to push the the definition of celebrity a little, oh, okay. little bit here um, because I'm going to play a little something from a gentleman that you probably have not seen, heard him sing solo. Okay. Though you've heard him sing, I guess, a ton, even if you didn't mean to. Hmm. Uh, here it is, a cover of a Frank Sinatra song, Stealing a Little Love from the Movie. Um, it's Stealing a Little Love from the movie The Cooler. Remember with William H. Oh, Macy yeah. and Maria Bello? It's Mr. Joey Fatone. From NSYNC. Oh, he's a little, legitimate little, celebrity. Well, he's doing a little yeah. solo singing. Joey Fat One. <laughs> Joey Fat or one. Fat. There we go. He's good, yes. Sure. It took me a while to find a good one. <laughs> I don't know this Sinatra song. No, it's a great little song. It's really sweet. Add a little class to the show. Yeah, well, that, well that, right, right oh, yeah. at the end. Can yeah. you look up when uh, Howie Mandel's birthday is? Because I want to play the song I Do the Watusi. I'll make notes. What do you do? You I don't do know when his birthday is? I do not know. <laughs> I'm not obsessed. I'm just a fan. What if it was and he's to- a fan of mine. What if it was today? Wouldn't that have just oh, wrecked everything? We'd have to wait a whole year. All right, Lab Raps and Movie Showcast, everybody. Together, we're the movie guys. Individually, we are. Bart Kai. Follow us on Twitter at the movie guys, Facebook.com slash the movie guys, as well as iTunes, SoundCloud. Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, all that. Thanks to Allison Becker. Yay! Thank you. Thank you so much. This was so fun. What are we so plugging? We got social or anything? Um, I'm in a sh- yes, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at the Allison Becker. Allison with one L. The. And only because Allison Becker was taken by another girl. Uh, and Anne Allison Becker spells anal in the beginning. So I didn't do that. <laughs> Good, girl. Um, Good girl. But I'm also in a show uh, at Cowboys and Turbans this uh, Sunday. It's a charity show, comedy. Come check it out. Cowboys and Turbans. Where's that? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in LA. I don't know. Google it. Google, <laughs> it. Google it. GTS, man. Haven't looked Google it up yet. It. Haven't looked it up Ask yet. Ask the internet. Ask the internet. Thanks to Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show every week. And as ever, we owe everything to Pat, Pat Peach. Peach. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Next week, we're back with the second best of of the month as we look back at the best guest moments of 2015. Yeah, and it's exciting. I feel good being in Jamestown now. Feels good. Yeah, welcome to uh, yeah. W... What is it? RFLA? FLRA? WRFA. That's going to help us a lot. All right, well, we'll be back after the best of with more weekly shows taking us through the Oscars and beyond. Thanks for listening. Hey, Paul. Can you play Seth Meyers mentioning all of the things? How about Marblehead? How about Arlington? What about Brockton? How about Swampskin? Right, what are we meeting Braintree? <laughs> <laughs>